Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is Jim the Keys Bartender coming to you from Key Largo. If you're not familiar with our show, Keys Bartender Podcast is about bartending, Keys life, and life in general. Uh, during the month of December, we'll be doing the 12 drinks of Christmas. We are on the third drink. It is not my favorite. Matter of fact, I didn't want to include it at all, but I had to include it because it's the fucking eggnog, right? And we're going to be talking about awkward moments, about what we were talking about responsibility too, about what your responsibilities are, bar, what information you're supposed to share and stuff like that. We had, um, you know, it's just... We had somebody who was being, I guess they were being socially unacceptable at the bar. And I found out after the fact. And uh, I started covering up. It was a regular. So we'll get into the politics of that. And we'll have an interesting story about a fail when it comes to marketing and advertising. First, let's talk about the eggnog. I'm not going to... I'm going to go right through it real quick. Eggnog has milk, cream, egg yolk, nutmeg, salt, and there's a whole bunch of other variations. It's served cold. Some people, I've heard of it, serve warm. Some people put rum, whiskey, bourbon, brandy in it, and you top it off with a little cinnamon. Not all those together, just one of those things. Right, but that's eggnog, and I'll, I'm going to save. You know, normally I tell you to hold on to uh, to the end of the show, and I'll tell you the secret on how I make it. How I make it is I go to the supermarket and I buy a carton, either a quart or half a gallon, the smallest I can get because most people won't drink it. I mean, unless you have like an 80 year old uncle or something like that. I used to drink. I used to drink eggnog, but it wasn't one of those things I really go to town and get shit-faced on. I've never gotten shit-faced on eggnog, and that's got to be a horrible thing with all the egg yolk, just getting drunk, drinking egg yolk. It's like drinking those whatever, if you're a Game of Thrones fan, whatever the Dothraki drank in the Game of Thrones. There's my geeking out moment right there. Okay. So, yeah, just buy yourself the eggnog if you're going to do it. If you want to make it from scratch, then good luck. You know, make sure you have all the ingredients so you can tell the paramedics when you poison all your guests what was in the concoction that you made. But, yeah, raw egg is a recipe for disaster considering all the shit that goes people eat during the holidays, the sausages, the cheese, the different fish, uh, or whatever, pickles, Pickled herring. I'm just talking pickled herring. That's sounds like a Jewish thing. But I want to talk about an incident. It's an older incident, but it's brought on by uh, one that happened last night. Last night we had a gentleman who had just broken up and he was drinking pretty heavily. He was drinking at a table and then he had two drinks at the bar. And then I found out he poured his story out to me and stuff like that. And he threatened to, he said he felt like hurting people and hurting, you know, himself. And I said, you know, you shouldn't do that. He was just talking about being a Christian and all that stuff. And luckily, towards the end of the night, I said, do you, do you need help? Do you need me to call somebody? Do anything? He goes, no, no, I'm just upset about 
my relationship and things like that. So I was able to talk to the fellow. I'm not known. I don't know if I helped him. I don't know if he helped him, but he did walk home. He was in the neighborhood and, uh, he was, I guess at that point he was okay. But I remember previous times that, uh, in the last month I've had, um, a regular who was intoxicated from spending the day shift at the bar and he wasn't driving at the time and uh, he wasn't driving he doesn't drive when he he was doing his thing you know hanging out at the bar all day so he ended up having a couple drinks left and uh, he, he just had the drinks that were in front of him he had two beers he had a beer and a half and he was going to be there for another 45 minutes. This is what the whole thing happened, right? And it turned out there were two women there enjoying their drinks. And he was having a conversation with them. A fine conversation. And then at one point, it's happy hour. I'm real busy. There's locals. I mean, locals and regulars all around the bar. Just a couple people that weren't regulars. Uh, one of the ones that was a regular, I've seen him several times, came and sat next to the gentleman that I was talking about who was talking to the two women and when the woman, one of the women got up to walk away, I got turned away and I didn't hear what happened. But I, what, her, what I heard is what ensued from what he said to her. And she had her phone up to her ear and she turned to him with her phone up to her ear and she goes, what did you say to me? And then she started saying, how dare you say this? Blah, 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 blah. And it sounded like whatever you said was quite out of line. She was uh, upset. He was putting his head down. The guy that had just sat down was enjoy, uh, drinking his drink. Uh, I mean, and he, uh, the guy who was sitting next to him, actually sent a wine to a woman across the bar. But they weren't together. The regular who had just pissed off this woman. And there was another person to the, to the next to this Guy, I know it's kind of sounding convoluted, but he was an older regular, and the older regular said to the younger regular who had just pissed off the woman, uh, that was very rude. You shouldn't have said that. And he went on and on about it, and uh, the older regular was no, um, you know, he, he was no, certainly wasn't one to shy away from controversy in the past. He said things that were pretty outrageous, too, but he pointed out how rude the guy was so I'm thinking okay well there's that and there was a table of regulars in the back and I hear the whole story and the whole story is lock and step everyone said he tried to talk to her when she was leaving she was on the phone and it seemed like she was ignoring him but she was on the phone he said well you're fat or something to the nature of he said you're fat either sorry you're fat or you know so you're fat well of course, that was going to make the woman ballistic. And she winds up leaving with her friend. They were going to come back later. And they did come back later, after he had left. Now, the regular sit, still sitting at the bar. The guy that said, just said this stuff. And I looked at him and I said, you cannot say that stuff. Don't ever say that stuff. And uh, see, you, you know, once you get the ideas, you just got to be quiet. So... The guy next to him had finished his meal. 
the guy that just sat down. And the guy that sat next to him could have sat at four or five different places at the bar. He could have sat at any one of the numerous tables that were left. He sat through the whole thing. He asked for his bill. When he gave him the bill, he looked rather upset. And this is a person that was sitting next to a drunk regular. And I looked at him. He said, was everything all right? And then he proceeded to read the riot act to me, saying, you know, how did you let this happen? Blah, 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 blah. And I said, well, I'm sorry. I went, I, I, I went to my default mode. My default mode was, I'm sorry. I, I didn't know he was going to, uh, I didn't know he was saying anything. I thought he kept quiet after the thing happened to the woman. I didn't realize he was bugging you. So the guy can proceeded to get angrier. And then I said, hold it a second. You had some options too. I said, one, you could have said something to the guy, which I'm glad you didn't. Two, you could have said something to me, which you didn't. Three, you could have moved to a different place. Four, you could have just went up and left. Why didn't you do any of them other than get mad at me right at the end? He goes, well, you should be in control of your bar. I said, I got like 25 people here. I got the rest of the restaurant. And uh, I have responsibilities. And some of them don't involve listening to everything that's going on. I like to catch that. Maybe, you know, I could, if I was a little more skillful, I may have picked up everything that was being said at the bar. But I didn't. So I said to the guy, I said, first of all, you've, how, how old are you? You're, you're my age. Where you're, and he goes, you've never ran into a drunk person at the bar? You, there's only several ways to handle it. That's to either move away, ha- tell them you, you're not interested, or tell the people there. Come on. Grow up. So, 10, uh, ten minutes later, he, um, a regular leaves. He gets a ride back to his home and um, you know later on that night the two women come back the woman's still super pissed at the guy but she takes a different tune she goes no it's not your fault that guy was an asshole and the next time I see him I'm going to punch him in the face well she, she understood that she was insulted by the guy she was going to take she was going to take uh, she gave made responsibility for what happened to the guy and he was going to handle the repercussions two people two different reactions to almost the same thing so yeah you sometimes you got to take the bull by the horns now I I suggested a woman I said listen you shouldn't punch him in the face you might go over and say something to him and if you see him out she goes oh I've seen him out with him and it's you know, his significant other, I couldn't, I couldn't, I'm going to go over and say something to him. And she goes, she won't, he won't get in trouble for hitting on someone. He's just, she might think she's rude. And I said, well, okay, whatever you decide to do, I can't tell you what to do. I'm saying he's not normally like that, which he isn't, but that's not my job too. You're going to have to deal with the repercussions of our actions when you're out drinking. Okay. Last night, last night, it was interesting. We had like a smattering of people, 10 people at the bar. Uh, They're asking, it's not so busy because we were busy the night before, but we had a very, we still had a good night. 
And people were asking, do you have a live band coming in tonight? And I said, no, we don't have a band. We just have the jukebox. And they go, oh, okay. And then all of a sudden you say, you sure there's not a live band going to be tonight? And they go, why do you ask that question? And they go, because that guy's carrying a drum set in the door. I said, we got a live band tonight. <laughs> so I didn't know. And I looked around and everyone said, we didn't know either. And I go up to the guy and say, hey, listen, I didn't know you were going to be here. I didn't post it. It was an hour before they were going to start the music. It was like 10 to 6. And they were going to start at 7. So the guy sent me, one of the members of the band sent me a thing he made up, a marketing thing, you know, for Facebook. And it says, The Catch, which is us, the restaurant, the Catch restaurant, presents live music 6 to 10, which actually is 7 to 10, but which I thought was funny because they were coming in at 10 to 6. I said, well, how would you going to start at 6 o'clock if you're, you know, setting up? Uh, okay, The Catch presents with an emblem of The Catch, uh, live music, bubble, and the band was Shipwreck. Now, that plays a pertinent uh, role in what happens later. So what happens later about 15 minutes after they start setting up, actually they got all their equipment in and they're sitting there eating a meal because they, they're they having they're having dinner because they play, I think they played a gig earlier in the day and now they're they're eating their dinner and then they're going to play another gig. Nice, nice setup for them, right? Nice band. So these two women come in. They're anywhere from their late 50s or early 60s and they come walking in. And, you know... If you've been in the business for a while or just, you know, when you run into people that seem a little different. Well, these women seemed a little different. They were dressed nice. They came walking in. They were wary. They were tourists to the areas. They didn't look familiar with the place. And I'm ready to hand them menus when they sit at the bar. And they said, nope, we're just going to uh, have drinks. And one woman says, I'm going to have a glass of water. And I said, well, that doesn't count as drinks, but here you go. Yeah, I guess it does, Kenson. And the other woman says, I want one of your specialty drinks. And he said, what's your specialty drink? And I said, well, I have a lot of different specialty drinks. What do you like? What do you tell? I'm, I, I can suggest something. She goes, what's your specialty drink? And she said it two more times. And I said, okay, well, here's a list of drinks I can make. Um, it's eight drinks. I can make hundreds of drinks, but these are the eight ones we've listed and she goes oh I see a margarita I have a margarita with Grey Goose and I said well okay do you want a margarita or do you want um, Grey Goose with lime juice agave triple sex she goes why do you say it like that way he said because a margarita has tequila lime juice agave and Cointreau or his triple sec. And she goes, oh, oh, okay. So make it with Absolute. And I said, Absolute is also a vodka. Do you really want, because you know, it t- and I got wrapped up to it. I said, because it doesn't taste exactly like a margarita when you're not using tequila. It's going to have that, that vodka thing kind of taste it back. And and she just looks at me and she goes, and almost like exasperated. And she says, what kind of tequila do you use in margaritas? I said, I use any tequila. We have eight different tequilas here, and and I have my well tequila. And she goes, well, what's the well tequila? And I hold it up. And it's something, one of those generic 
tequilas we get, and it's it's like tostados, you know. You know, 100% blue... No, it's not 100%. <laughs> it's just a basic well tequila. And she goes, I'll make that with salt. So I make it. So that's how that started. Then the lady drinking water picks up her cell phone. And she goes, you have live music tonight. I say, yeah, we have live music. They got the band, see the equipment up there? And she goes, is it live? And I say, yeah. I said, I said, well, at least one of them is alive. I've seen one of the members of the band. I can't attest for both of them being alive. And she's just looking at me laughing. And I go, wait, he's eating over there. They're both alive. So I think the music is going to be live. Yes, live music. And she goes, okay. I said, the movie started. I said, he's right over there. And then she goes, where is this place? And I said, where? We're where, 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 102. She goes, no. Where is this place that says his advertising is? The catch. I said, you're at the catch. She goes, where is the catch? I said, it's a 102 overseas highway. You're in there right now. We've said it about three, four times. And I thought, oh my gosh, there may be, I'll be dealing with someone that has some issues and stuff like that. And she goes, we just came from, and she told me the place that she was at. And I said, okay. Sound like she knew where she was coming from. So... So she asked me again where this place was, and I said, this is the catch. See that emblem? And I showed her in front of our menu, and that's us, and that's their place. So she proceeded to go around the bar and asked another couple, a young couple, the people to the next next to them who had sat down were laughing. We're having a great time because they heard everything. So she proceeded to ask the young couple across the bar the same question. And then she asked one of our other servers, and then went outside and Googled where the, the catch was. And he should have been telling her, you're at your location. And then later on, I'm thinking, well, she's really having difficulty understanding me with this. So maybe I should uh, I'll bring in Carolina. Because I heard she had a Latin accent, so I bought Carolina. She's from Costa Rica. And I said, you know, Carolina speaks Spanish, if you'd like to find out the directions in Spanish. And she goes, I speak English well enough. I speak four languages well enough. And I said, well, I, she, I don't think you understand. And don't you know, like, about ten minutes before the band gets on, the woman pays her check the one that had the margarita and says well we gotta go and so where are you going we're going to where that band's gonna be playing and I said the band in that advertisement that you showed me she goes yes we found out it's gonna be a shipwreck so I said no the band is called shipwreck shipwrecks is a restaurant a 106 where the catch the catch is here the band is shipwreck. You're going to shipwrecks. And she, so they didn't want to hear it, the whole thing. They went up to shipwrecks and I got a call a half hour ago, a half hour later. And uh, they said, did you have two ladies there? And they asked for, and I said, yes. And they go, you, did you tell them that band was going to be there tonight? I said, yes. I showed them where the band was. Not only did I, I said, several other workers at the place told them, and I, we pointed to the band. And they said they didn't think, and she, this is what they said. 
they thought you were lying because it said 6 to 10. And it was already 6.45. And I, I said, well, I explained to them they put the wrong time in that they were playing 6 to 10. They were only playing 7 to 10. So that was interesting. And it ended up that ladies ended up leaving. They were going back to Miami anyway. They were very annoyed. So, yeah, it took us a while to kind of process whatever was going on there. But that's one of the things you get, not only just because we're in the Keys, but because we're someplace else. You know, every so often, we'll get someone to come in the bar, and they're saying, we're we're uh, heading down to Key West. Tell us, hey, how far until we get to the Keys? And I said, well, you're in the Keys right now. They go, no, we're not. I said, okay. That's all I have to say. <laughs> I mean, you don't realize that with the water on either side of you and stuff like that, you're in the keys. So, yeah, there's all sorts of questions. You get that. I guess you get that wherever you are. People in Ketchikan, Alaska, Orlando, New York, L.A. Well, this is Jim the Keys Bartender. I'd like to thank you for listening today. I'm starting up. I'm going to be working on my video. I'm going to try to replicate this show on video. I'll talk to you later. Take care and watch out for the eggnog. <laughs>